What's up, guys? Welcome to the Fierce Rabbit Podcast. I'm your host, Amit Dan, and today we're going to go a bit down into the rabbit hole of cryptocurrency. I think many people are sleeping on how powerful the machine, the amount of money you can make from cryptocurrency. I think they make it simple of either they just know about Bitcoin, or not, they might know about Bitcoin and Ethereum, or they might hold currencies and sell but they don't understand how much of a powerhouse this whole thing can be and how it's literally, to me, absolutely insane what you can create, what sort of financial life you can create from cryptocurrency. I think it's the best asset in the world by far, not even close, by far. And this is why I'm making this podcast, which is five ways of making passive income on your cryptocurrency. And this will be like deeping into the rabbit hole there might be even bonus one it might even be six um i just thought of one just now while i'm recording this but let's talk about passive income first let's talk about why passive income is important why do you even want passive income in your life i think passive income is better than income you make buying and selling trading even holding because it's money you make doing absolutely nothing and that's the best money of all it's the money that you can sleep at night and you're making it. You don't have to take any action. You don't have to be on time for anything. You don't have to worry if you've missed out on the top or the bottom's coming. You don't have to worry so much about crashes. It's like, I want as much money to be coming in passively as possible. So there's many ways of earning passive income in real life. For example, let's talk about real estate as something where people make passive income on. So in real estate, you buy a house, for example, and then you rent that house out and you're making about 5%, maybe, if you're lucky, more, but many people make less than 5% and you earn an income from that. And that pays you and that's cool. And that's why people want to get into real estate and they make properties, um, more properties so they can make more money passively. But imagine if you could do that without having the headache of plumbing and servicing and agents and all of these things that cut into your bottom line imagine that that is what cryptocurrency has to offer and far more than five percent much more in fact you can get up to (laughs) i've seen places we get a thousand percent no joke and of course there's risks to that i'm not going to just paint this rainbow story that it's all easy and there's no downside there is downside there is risk to the higher percentages but you can make very low risk 10 15%, 20% even, which is insane. Like no other realm has that. And you don't have to buy a whole house, which is like 400,000 pounds to do that. You can literally just buy as much as you can. So if you have a thousand pounds and you can make a thousand, even a hundred, it's not dependent on that. It's it's difficult to a degree to make passive income um, in the real world. I think it's kind of meant like that. So it makes it harder. But cryptocurrency allows you to do that and this is why I spend so much time learning about this because there's so much opportunity so I'm going to go through the five ways of doing it the first way is mining I don't do this personally because I feel like it has many pitfalls but mining is where you have like a computer a machine like miners used to mine gold it's the digital version where you kind of give your CPU CPU bandwidth to a program and it does certain calculations and you get cryptocurrency as a reward. So you get Bitcoin or Ethereum. Many times these computer systems and 
graphics cards and stuff cost a lot of money to do this properly. Maybe even upwards of five, ten grand. People have whole mining rigs, which is worth like hundreds of thousands of pounds. But the pitfall of this is that, yes, it's expensive and the gains are small. Like the percentages now it used to be more, more fruitful before because less people were mining and things of this nature. I don't know that much about mining, but yeah, it definitely used to be more profitable and used to make a lot more money. Now it's not as not as big and I wouldn't recommend it to someone beginning. There's a lot of technical stuff to it. It costs a lot of money and the gains aren't that high. And a lot of coins are moving away from the mining system and going to proof of stake, which is a lot better and easier to make man- money passively. So that's number one, mining. The second one is staking, which I love staking. Staking is low risk because what you're doing is you're giving it to a centralized organization and they're either using your crypto as a validator for the network or lending it out to customers which need credit and then giving you a percentage of the interest or the transaction fees. So for example, I do this on uh, Polkadot for 12% on Kraken, which is amazing. So I basically, all the Polkadot I hold without a crash, whether it's a crash or not, I'm it's a proof of stake network. So I stake it as a validator. That just gives me 12%. And I get paid more than once a month, like your rent might get paid. I get paid like every two days, I think. And so it compounds. Compound interest is the seventh wonder of the world, as I mentioned before. The more time you have compounding, the more money you're getting. And so I do that. I also do it on Binance. You can do a Binance Earn, which allows you to earn different percentages on different coins just by staking it. And it's not, you don't have to lock your money away for a certain time. Anytime you want your money back, you just click redeem and you get all your crypto back. So again, the downside of that is to hold it on a, an exchange. Again, exchanges come with their risks because it's not on your wallet, it's on their wallet. But many exchanges are very known for being secure these days and there's been instances where people say someone does get hacked, they've been paid back. So I feel comfortable holding a portion on the exchanges just to have that amount of yield, which is very good. It's a great rate. So I do that. And there's also fixed staking, which means you lock the coin away for like 30 days or 90 days. Normally, these yields can be higher. They can be like 10%, 15% more. But the, the problem is, is that say the market crashes, you can't sell it instantly or you can't make moves in the market because your coins are locked, which means you cannot redeem them early. Some you can redeem them early, but you lose all the interest for staking them. So that's the catch of the high yields. You might have to lock your crypto for a longer term. And also, this made me think of another thing. For example, Polkadot, if you know about Polkadot, is doing a parachain system. So a parachain auction allows projects to put their token as part of an auction. You put your Polkadot as collateral to to vote for that particular project. And then as a reward over like, the parachain is over like two years, you get that token of that project given to you every I don't know how what the period is, but you get given to over that two years. So that's another way of making passive income just for holding Polkadot. This is just for Polkadot only. A few other coins are doing parachains too. So that's another way you can make passive income. Another way is stable coin. So what a stable coin is, is a coin that is backed to fiat. So normally it's the US dollar. It's a digital version of the US dollar. So it's backed one-to-one. So basically you have USDT, which is a version of a stable coin, a digital dollar. You have UST, you have many things like this. So many different projects are creating their own stable coins. 
because it makes it easy to buy and sell crypto without having to actually use actual fiat. You can use digital fiat. And it also gives people the ability to hold their money instead of drawing it into fiat. And instead of having in a riskier asset like cryptocurrency, which is more volatile, you get to hold it in a stable coin, which hence the name stable. And there's a protocol called the Anchor Protocol, which gives you actually 20% for holding a stable coin. So it's called UST. You do it on the Terra platform and you make 20% a year. No bank is giving you 20% a year. Banks give you like 1% nowadays if you're lucky. That's what I mean. Banks don't even beat inflation. That's how bad it is. It's like you're losing money putting in the bank. Like it's not good to have your money in the bank. Obviously, you need to have some safety, but it's not getting you any further towards your goals by having it there. Another way, I think this is the fourth or fifth way, is DeFi yield farming. So what DeFi does, it lends your coins to other people, again, that want credit. But this can be really high percentages because DeFi, some of these coins are more risky. They're less used assets. Sometimes you can get like hundreds of percents doing this, putting it into a yield farm. And basically, it compound. sometimes them compound for you instantly. You put your coins in a farm. For example, I did this on Pancake Bunny. Again, it's something that didn't do very well in the, in the long run, even though you never know. In, in the future, I'm still seeing what's going to happen, but I'm still getting like 80% a year on it. So it's all right. It's not that bad. And I already made a lot through its farm. So for example, Pancake Bunny, you put your money in their token bunny. Again, these tokens are more volatile. They're not as stable as assets like Bitcoin and Ethereum, but you get percentage of like 100%, completely un- unheard of in the in normal investing. And you put it in there, they use your paying money to lend to other people that want credit, and then you make bunny. So you don't get enough, you get bunny itself. And so that risk is there as well because bunny might tank, bunny might not do very well. And so that money might not be 100%. It could be a lot less if bunny goes down and it could be a lot more if bunny goes up. So you're playing with a lot more high risk. And it's something I wouldn't recommend to someone just beginning in pass and getting passive income from crypto. It takes a while to understand the market, to understand the game. So I would suggest this is for more experienced people that know what they're doing, that have done a lot of research, that have been in cryptocurrency for a longer period of time because it is a lot more high risk. Another way is through the Launchpad. Launchpad is something that only a few places do that I know of that do it well. I'm just going to give the example of Binance Launchpad. So Binance has a coin called BNB, the native coin. I've spoken about this, one of my favorite coins. And it allows you, when new projects are launching on the Binance platform, so putting their tokens on the exchange, it gives BNB holders the opportunity to buy that coin at a lower price. Again, maybe this isn't so passive, so maybe I shouldn't be including this. But for me, it feels very passive because you get a lot of money just for holding BNB. And so what you're doing, you get the coins at discounted rate because you hold BNB, you pay for them in BNB, and it's like a subscription service. So you have a certain time frame to make this happen, and then you get this coin back, and you can sell it for like 5, 10x just using this Launchpad service. Again, I've made like 50 grand, maybe more, to be honest, from Launchpad for just holding BNB, going on Launchpad, using the BNB I have to buy coins at discount, selling them on the exchange, like selling half on exchange, buying the BNB that I lost back and having a bunch of coins for it. So it's just like very minimal work and can be very lucrative. Now, another way, which is the way that I thought about at the beginning of the podcast, I thought maybe I won't 
I didn't think about it when writing down the notes for this podcast, but it's through DAOs. So DAOs are decentralized autonomous organizations. Again, I'm still learning about DAOs, but basically they are also high APR, very high APR. You get thousands of percent where you basically buy their token and then you put that token to into the DAO uh, platform and then you get extremely high yields back. Again, very volatile much higher risk. I haven't actually invested in a DAO personally. I was thinking about it many times to just try and see how it works, but I decided against it. It's just way too high risk and very new. And so many of these tokens could tank. So those high percentages are not realized. And so basically losing what you thought it was and potentially even your investment going to zero or very losing a lot of percentage. So there was like seven there seven passive income strategies, maybe five of them were kind of main ones that apply to most of you. Some of them are more specific. And so, yeah, those are the things like to understand how far this crypto stuff goes. It's like nowhere else you can make passive income like that. Nowhere else, honestly. If you do find a way, please message me. I do want to know about it, but I haven't found it. And so that's why I'm, again, so bullish on this whole world and why I put so much time in it. So, Thank you so much for listening. Hope you enjoyed this podcast. Please share if you enjoyed it. Yeah, please share with your friends, family, whoever might be interested or new to the space, needs to learn more about it. And always feel free to message me if you have any questions. All right. Thanks so much for listening and I'll see you in the next one.